And we gotta thank God each and every minute of every day. What's up, people? What's up, everyone? You have now entered the realm of the Everyday Norm podcast. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to welcome everyone to the show today. It is a pleasure and honor to speak with you. Thank you for all your love. Thank you for all your support. If no one else tells you thank you during the course of the day, I will tell you thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is the Everyday Norm Podcast. I'm your host, Big Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle, a.k.a. Chef Boyar Norm. I want to welcome everyone to the podcast uh, on today. How are you doing? How's it going? What are your plans for this weekend? Uh, as you all know, this is the 4th of July weekend, uh, the 4th being on this Saturday. So what are your plans? I don't have any um, as of yet, but you never know what the day may bring. But right now, once again, it's a sunny, cloudy, and soon-to-be rainy day here in Covington, Georgia, outside of Atlanta, recording at My House Studios. Hope you're having a great day. Thank you for all your love and support. Um, we're going to get into it on today. Now, you can find the Everyday Norm Podcast on Facebook and also Twitter. Please go to the Everyday Norm Podcast Facebook page. Sign up. Become a Norm Sayer. Join Big Norm Nation. Tell me what you think about this episode and all the previous episodes of the Everyday Norm Podcast. You can also find Everyday Norm Podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So we thank those apps for streaming the Everyday Norm Podcast. And we also like to thank our demographic audience as well. Let's see if I can pull this up here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Okay. We'd like to thank our audience in the United States, Sweden, the UK, Taiwan, Cater, Canada, Ireland, Iran, and Jamaica. So we thank those who are listening around the world to the Everyday Norm podcast. Thank you so much. It is truly an honor to be on the airways each with each and every one of you. Okay, people, we have a lot to cover on today. Um, today's topic, we're going to talk about, we're going to discuss all the monuments that are being taken down um, across the country, even some case, in some cases worldwide, as you all know, um, last month with the tragic death, murder, lynching of George Floyd, sparked a nationwide cause to push for an agenda to remove uh, national monuments, uh, con particularly Confederate national monuments across the country in so many cities. Now, since then, now, uh, yeah, since then, uh, Donald Trump has uh, signed an executive order to, in a sense, protect these national monuments, monuments from being defaced and being uh, damaged. Uh, he's uh, making it punishable with jail time and a hefty fine. Um, but people are now demanding that these monuments be taken down. Now, of course, you have your opposition. You do have those who support these monuments um, and do not wish to take them down, do not wish to see them taken down, damaged, defaced, or otherwise. But should they be taken down? Should they really be taken down? Are we sending a message 
by having them taken down or should they remain? What is your opinion? Um, just let me know. Drop a comment in uh, drop a voice message. Drop a comment. Let me know what you think about this. We're going to dive into it. And but in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to pay some bills, whatever you call it, whatever the case may be. We're going to pause for the call just for a second. And when we get back, we'll dive right into it. It's the Everyday Norm podcast right here. Hi, I'm Talita. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I listen to the Everyday Norm podcast. And we are back. It's the Everyday Norm Podcast right here, right now, talking about national monuments, the push to keep them up and the push to take them down. All right. First off, people, I want to say this. Now, we all know that these uh, statues, these monuments, whatever the case may be, we know that these are um old they have been around for a long long time and it's just i am curious as to why now after george floyd's murder why now is there such a demand for these confederate monuments to be removed across the country like i said we've had them for a very very long time but why now nevertheless some people would say better late than never but i am curious as to why now, why is there such a push for this? Now, what is my take on it? I totally agree that these monuments, statues, whatever the case may be, should be taken down. I feel that all of them are taken down, should be taken down. Um, I do feel that they are a disgrace. They are symbols of hate in spite of what Donald Trump says. They are symbols and reminders of hate. And we shouldn't have that in our country, not in a country that causes calls itself the United States of America. But in these days, you should call it the divided states of America. Now, I live in the South. I've lived in the South my entire life. So the biggest offensive thing around here is the Confederate flag. That has been around for a long time. And I will admit, when I came out, I live in Georgia. I've lived in Georgia my whole life. And that flag, that Confederate flag at one point was part of Georgia's um, flag. In the flag, if you want to call it, whatever your case may be. And when you don't know the history of your flag, of a particular flag, you are taught or you learn to embrace that flag. Because, you know, you this is the, this is the state flag. I'm from Georgia. I'm going to rep Georgia. And but you don't know the history behind it. It's not until later on because I started hearing and I still didn't put two and two together at that time. This was years ago when uh, there was a rumbling um, around the South um, concerning the Confederate flag and the General Lee. Now, you know, the General Lee is a famous car, orange car that was featured in the Dukes of Hazard series. And on the top of the hood, it had a Confederate flag. And at that time, people were calling for the removal of the Confederate flag on top of the car because they said it was offensive. 
Now, I did not know the history behind this flag, so I didn't see a problem with it. But it's not until I got a little older, started researching, started getting some more information where I understood the true meaning of the Confederate flag. And I remember when, uh, at the time, Governor Roy Barnes pushed to have the state of Georgia, the Georgia flag, removed or changed from its Confederate origins. And it grew a lot of backlash. Now, since then, the flag has been changed twice. And the second uh, time is what we currently have flying for the state of Georgia, which has no resemblance, no uh what you want to call it, no images of the Confederate flag currently in this uh, state flag. Now, Mississippi was the last flag to be changed, removing its Confederate image off of it um, just recently. I think maybe um, last week or early this week that they changed their flag or passed legislation to have it changed. The governor signed off on it. But we talk about national monuments, Confederate national monument, monuments, monuments of hate, monuments of division, monuments of racism. Now, to the people who say that this is part of our heritage, you know, they should we should not be they should not be taking it down. And I think I heard Mitch McConnell say that they should be or I, I won't. Let me let me rephrase that. I know I've heard someone recently say they should remain up, remain up to remind us of where we came from. And I will say that, I will say this to that. And I heard Roland Martin say this and shout out to Roland Martin, uh, Roland Martin unfiltered. You can catch him on uh, YouTube. Uh, check him out. He's got some good information, good material, support a brother. Um, he said, and I thought about it. He made a good point. We talk about images, uh, heritage, uh, of hate, division, racism. And we still experience these same things even in 2020 to where we still have to deal with the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK, a domestic terrorist group that the United States will not give a domestic terrorist label to. But we talk about ISIS, we talk about Al-Qaeda, we talk about any other uh, uh, foreign uh, terror, but we do not talk about domestic terror. The Ku Klux Klan is a domestic terrorist organization, but why does not the government label it such? Well, that's simple because even the Ku Klux Klan can get assistance, federal assistance, from the United States government. Remember, the Ku Klux Klan is an organization, and if they label themselves as an incorporation or limited liability LLC, they can apply for certain benefits from the U.S. government. Now, whether the government receives, gives it to them or not, that's one thing, but they can apply being that they are a business labeled in the United, registered in the United States. But these images have a different meaning for people of color, have a very different meaning of color. Um, now, if you were to go over to Germany, and I would want you to look around, look as hard as you can, and I'd be very hard-pressed to think that you would find any type of statue, any type of bust, any type of memorial in any way, shape, or form of Adolf Hitler in Germany, 
Why? Because they don't need those images to forget what he did. In fact, they have never forgotten what he did and what ha- what happened. You don't see those images overseas in Germany. You don't. Because everyone is it's assumed that what Adolf Hitler represented what, uh, represented was some of the highest level of hate and evil that a human being could ever possess. But for some reason, the United States does not adopt that same mindset. We want to keep these things and call it heritage. Stonewall Jackson and uh, other Robert E. Lee and other uh, people who supported the Confederacy during Civil War time, the Confederacy that kept men and women of color enslaved that did not see men and women of color as citizens, as people. So should these monuments come down? Yes, but if we're going to talk about taking them down, then we need to talk about taking all of them down. Now, in all fairness, some of them uh, will not be able to be taken down right away because of the way the particular state has passed or set up legislation where you have to go through certain channels. But in some cases, in many cities, the mayor has the authority to remove a statue um, without the assistance or the approval of the state government or the governor. And we've seen that in many cases. Um, I know that the, um, I think the mayor of Richmond, Virginia, overnight has taken a uh, Confederate monument down saying at his time he did not want anyone run the risk of defacing it or damaging it, given the executive order that um, Donald Trump has put into effect, uh, threatening a hefty jail time and a fine if you do so. But I think they should come down. But if we're going to talk about bringing them all down, let's let's go every let's go all across the board. Now, to all my Georgia residents who are listening to the Everyday Norm podcast, I thank you for your support. I really, really do. Whether you are, uh, regardless of your uh, where you come from, your background, I thank you for your support. But if I were to go a few miles, uh, say north of here, northwest from Covington, Georgia. And there uh, lies a big, the, the, what they say, the largest exposed, largest amount of exposed granite in the world, or at least in the country. What am I talking about? Stone Mountain. Stone Mountain has four figures. Uh, we want to blast it and grade, what do you want to call it, on the front of the rock okay four figures i'm going to uh, look up get that information for you right here ladies and gentlemen um before i go any any place further they have four figures and those four figures have been there for a very long time let's see if i can figure up um if i can get the information for you i'm going to try i'm going to try i'm going to try And every last one of these figures have Confederate history behind them. Every last one. And they've been there for for the longest time. And every year, 4th of July, maybe not this year due to the uh, pandemic, but every year people go to Stone Mountain for a fireworks display. Okay. Now, it has 
three, I think three, I'm sorry, three Confederate figures, Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, and Stonewall Jackson. And this has been the subject of widespread controversy. Now, see, we talk about national monuments. We talk about statues and everything. I'm talking to Georgia. I can't speak for any other state but the state of Georgia. If you're truly about change, if you truly want to make a difference, then Stone Mountain, Georgia should be no exception. But I don't hear any talk about Stone Mountain, Georgia, not among, not again, not among white people, not among black people. I might hear anything about um, uh, national about the Stone Mountain being uh, re remodeled, whatever you whatever you want to call it. And then someone even took it a step further. I didn't even think about this, but it should be explain what well, it should be said at least brought into the conversation if we want to talk about getting rid of thing get, getting rid of everything that are racially offensive and things like that then we should also be looking into changing the national anthem or yeah, the star spangled banner if i'm correct we should be looking into that as well because there's a verse in the star spangled banner that people don't want to talk about or people seem to conveniently forget that has racist uh, implications. But no one wants to talk about it because it's the star-spangled banner, and it's America's song. And people think because you don't sing the part of, sing the racist verse, that everything is okay. And it's not. But nevertheless, I'm going to see if I can find that for you. Okay. Let me see. Okay. On the shore dimly seen through the mist of the deep where the foe's haughty host dread silence reposes. What is that which the breeze o'er the towering steep as it fitfully blows half conceals half discloses? Okay. Let me see this. Ah, I can't. I can't find it. I can't find it. But it's in the Star Spangled Banner. It has a racist part in it. And if you, I'm trying to find it, but please, you all bear with me. I'm just not seeing it right now. I might be moving too fast um, to find it. But it is in there. And to say that. Um, you should keep these up. It's an insult. It's an insult. Just be, you know, let's just be honest with you. Because, but you have people who want to keep these uh, monuments up saying it's heritage. I'm just going to tell you now, anybody who want to keep these monuments uh, erected, a statue, stone mountain, uh, blasting, blasting a rock, you're racist. You're racist. I'm just going to put it out there. Some of you may not see it that way. Some of you may have been taught this way. I'm telling you, you're racist. But why? Because and you and you know why people are taking the action that they're taking toward these national monuments now is because for so many years, people have tried to go through the legal channel. We've tried to go through our congressman, try to go through our senator, city councilman, whoever the case may be. Whoever's involved, to whom it may concern about getting these monuments removed the legal way. Now, I am not condoning anyone going out to deface, damage, or destroy any public national monument. I am not endorsing that. I'm not condoning that any way whatsoever. 
What I'm saying is, is that I understand why the people, why you and I have the mindset that we have to where we've tried to do it your way. Now we're going to just do it. We're not going to wait for you. Now, like I said, some in some places, you can't remove it unless you have another place to put it. You know, they have it set up that way. And some of these uh, rules and regulations have been set up on purpose so that it would be hard or pretty much impossible to remove these things. Now, the uh, mayor in Richmond, if I think, or Norfolk, Virginia, say it would take it down and be put in storage. So um, I hope that I don't know why we'd be put in storage. I feel that if you're going to take it down, just go ahead and destroy it. But nevertheless, the fact that he is taking it down um, is a step in the right direction and the step that we need in this country. But as long as, and I will say this, you can take down every monument, you can change the Star Spangled Banner, you can do all the things that you can that you can think of to uh, curve uh, systemic racism, police brutality, all these things. But until we change the mindset of the individual who holds these ideals in their heart, then the concept of racism of bigotry, hate, these things will not go away. So we have to change the mentality as well as change the landscape in order to make a difference. But we are making a difference. We are starting to make a difference and we cannot let up if we want true change to come. And there it is, people. That's going to do it for today. I want to thank everyone for taking time out to listen to the Everyday Norm podcast. Um, I do feel these conversations do need to be had in order to understand where someone is coming from. We have to be willing to listen, even if we don't agree with everything. The best thing you can do is listen. Like they say knowledge is power and truly knowledge is power so thank you everyone for tuning in today also please don't forget to check out big norm tv you can find on instagram youtube and facebook i'm going to see if i can upload another video this week sometime this week hopefully i'll see how things go but uh you never know so i want to thank everyone for tuning in today this has been the everyday norm podcast i'm your host big norm i love you all with the love of jesus i will leave you with these words let's look upward and not downward let's go forward and not backwards always lend a helping hand in jesus name amen god bless you and i will see you when i see you take care